0: Welcome to the Redeemed Evangelical Commission, TREM, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God, equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Goodness, what a mighty God we have. We thank you, Father. Glory, the honor, the adoration we give to you in Jesus' name. Everyone shout a loud amen. The loudest amen. All right, you turn around and greet somebody, telling me you are anointed, highly anointed, blessed, and highly favored. Amen glory to God you may be seated good morning everyone good morning everyone (laughs) praise God well I have few things to share just to add a little to what we have been hearing since the conference and uh, I believe that this conference is so unique every service every speaker have been very unique I was telling Bishop Bismarck after the service when he was asking me what I think about about his uh, his ministry I said that you came to bless us that we receive blessing because um, it like a prophetic word of blessing came last 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 night through it all because uh, i've not seen him speak blessing the way he did since we've been together so i said that i think that god was blessing us he knew what we needed how many of you say "I i receive praise god This morning let's open with Daniel chapter 11 I will read the uh, four different translations and Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 I want to share briefly what I've called power behind ministry power behind ministry and don't limit ministry to 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 those who are in fivefold ministry ministry uh, extends to every area of our Christian calling because it's not just the fivefold that are called actually the fivefold assignment is to equip the church for the work of the ministry so the the work of the ministry actually belongs to those who are not in the fivefold our assignment for those who are called to five holes to equip to equip those who will not go to do the work can you imagine where every every part of the body of Christ is active and they understand what to do they understand how to how to flow in the power that ministry demands the Bible says and such as do wickedly King James version against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries but the people that do know their god shall be strong and do exploits the people that do know so i want you to 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 mark that in your bible the people that do know their god it's not the people who are called the people who are saved the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Let's see the New Living Translation. New Living Translation, and He will flatter and win over those who have violated the covenant. But the people who know their God will be strong and will resist Him. Him, there talks about the devil, will resist the forces of darkness. They will be able to stand. There strong in times of adversity and challenges let's see the new international version new international will flattery he will corrupt those who have violated the covenant but the people who know their god will firmly they will firmly resist him they will firmly resist him now give it to me in amplified classic version and such as violate the covenant he shall pervert and seduce with flatteries but the people who know their god shall prove themselves strong shall prove themselves strong and shall stand firm and uh, 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 those those adjectives and qualifications are telling you that you will be resisted. i'm telling you that there will be challenges i'm telling you that there will be pressure i'm telling you that the enemy will not go to bed and just watch you succeed in life that's what they are telling you they will, he will not just go to bed when you are in your city or wherever you are located or wherever you are involved in and go to bed and see you just come and have a testimony it's not going to do that but he said those who know their god they will be able to prove themselves strong and shall stand firm they will not be vacillating they will not be shaking they will be standing and they would do exploit, doing exploit there, I' was talking about doing extraordinary things, things that are not humanly possible to do. Humanly speaking, you can't do them, but because you know God, you'll be able to do them. Today, a lot of people know. They know ministry, they know church. That's the challenge we have today. We know ministry, we know church. We know how to do church and we know how to package. (laughs) But we don't know God. Many don't really know God. We spend time in other things that we think are more important. We spend time and the devil... And, and the devil will love it for you to spend a lot of time in, in many things that are really not important. The, the key things that will enable you to achieve the type of result and gain the speed. Listen, your waiting time is not a wasted time. Your waiting time is not wasted as far as our work with God is concerned. The waiting time is as important as doing. It's as important as doing because if you must do, the importance of waiting cannot be overemphasized. And what I'm sharing with you are some of the temptations that I've been through because at times you are so busy, so preoccupied, and running after other things ministry, run after appointment, run after counseling, run after this and that and then uh, you know getting a good choir which is there's nothing wrong getting a good uh, organization and management and all that things they're all wonderful you can even be very eloquent but i had paul says that his speech and preaching was not in the enticing words of man's wisdom and so he said it is in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. But though that spirit and of power cannot be generated when you are busy with every other thing. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's sad that a lot of things, the generation we are in, a lot of things have been added and that's why we must be careful. Now, I am not against i'm not against you know making changes and uh, applying the modern techniques and in order to reach the world which are actually the the provisions of god but at the same time let us not lose focus on the key thing because a lot of things have been added to jesus that as a result that we don't even know which one is jesus again we don't know which one is which I remember in the ministry of Christ that they came to the disciples say said, "We want to see Jesus." I mean, I, I, if, if you look at and meditate on that scripture very well, they, it's much more than I mean. There is, it's deeper than that 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 request. He said, well, we, we are seeing a lot of things, but we have still not seen Jesus. Where is Jesus in this issue we are talking about? Where is Jesus in what you are doing? Because Jesus has been shot out. From a lot of churches, the Bible talks about the church in Laodicea. Do you know what it says? It said that let's 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 look at it. That is in in uh, Revelation chapter three. Revelation chapter three. Um, the church in Laodicea. He said, "From verse fourteen, let me read it for you in message. Tra- put it in message translation. The church in Laodicea, Revelation three fourteen. Right to Laodicea, to the angel of the church. God's God. God's yes. Notice, it's to the angel, not to the church. To the angel. The angel there refers to the ministers." is the ministers because the problem is with the ministers it is what we feed the membership with that they will manifest it's what we feed them that they manifest so, so right on the ministers in yeah, God's yes the faithful and accurate witness the first of God's creation says verse 15 I know you are inside and out I'm, I know you are inside and out and finally to, to, to my liking you are not cold. You are not hot. Far better to be either cold or hot. Yes. If you are still, you are stagnant. You make me want to vomit. Go to, let's see the church in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Philadelphia. I'm looking for the one that Instead, I stand at the door and knock. Which church is that? Which church was he standing at the door? We are Bible students. Yeah, that's the church in Laodicea. Yeah, verse twenty. All right, go back to that church, verse fourteen. Read the message again. Three verse, verse fourteen. Right to Laodicea, La- to the angel of the church. God's yes, the faithful and accurate witness, the first of God's creation, says yes. I know you inside out and finally to to my liking. You are not cold. You are not hot. Far better to be either cold or hot. Next verse. You are stale. You are stagnant. You make me want to vomit. You brag. That's why I'm going. I am rich. We have a lot of money. Money is flowing. You are not lacking anything. Any project you want to embark on, you 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 have it. You are rich. You have car. Your compound is filled with cars. You are building projects here and there. I've got it made. I need nothing from anyone. And that's the problem. Because one of the things that really nauseates God is to think that you don't need anything from anyone. You're depending on your ability, you are depending on what your credentials, your connections, you are depending on the fact that you know what to do, how to package, and all these things. You are depending on that. You know how to speak English. You are good in public relations. I need nothing. Oblivious that, in fact, you are pitiful. You say, you, um, unfortunately, you don't even know that you are a mess. Blind beggar, threadbare, and homeless. Here's what I want you to do. Buy your gold from me. Gold that's been through the refiner fire. Then you will be rich. Buy your clothes from me. I am the center of attraction. Not what you think you have. I am the center of attraction. (laughs) Then you will be rich. But buy your clothes from me. Clothes designed in heaven. You've gone around half naked long enough and buy medicine for your eyes from me so you can see release really, really see because you are not seeing the people i love i call to account proud and correct and guide so that they will live at their best up on your feet then about face run after god look at me i stand at the door i'm knocking i'm not inside the church church is going on as usual we know when to gather we know when to clap we know when to shout hallelujah we know when to call the choir we know for the special number we know everything we know the the accurate in fact we can determine what will happen next in every service i am standing at the door i'm not inside the church if you hear me call and open the door, I will come right in and sit down to supper with you. You know, a lot of a lot of people are doing church and Christ is not inside this church. That's the tragedy of today's modern day church. That's the tragedy. And yet the power for ministry originates from him. Outside him, you don't have anything to offer you have nothing to offer outside jesus we don't spend time with him you can never know purpose or his plans his agenda until you see the lord <laughs> if you check the scripture every person who ever amounted to anything significant always if that person has a relationship with god that he guarded jealously and never played with it check through from Genesis to Revelation every one of them who did anything strong that was a strong relationship with God that they never toyed with I'm saying this to us because a lot of things are begging for our attention in these last days begging for attention people that know their God you know when you follow on to know when you follow on to know when you follow on to know in Matthew chapter 16 from verse 13 the scripture tells us about uh, about, about Jesus came to his disciples and said who do men say that I am because it's important they know me because if they don't know me they cannot be able to access what I have who do men say that I am? Some say you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah. Some say you are Elijah, Elias. Some say you are Jeremiah. Or one of the prophets. But you that have been with me for this long. You yourself. Who do you say that I am? And the Bible tells us that Peter said. Thou art the Christ. Yeshua Hamashiach. The Christos the anointed one the son of the living god and jesus said peter flesh and blood has not revealed you see that flesh and blood is not what you get naturally it has to be spiritual it's a spiritual engagement flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but my father in heaven so if i don't have a relationship with the father how do i know said, now with this revelation you have upon this rock of understanding of revelation i've seen the building material for my church in other words a church that will go anywhere must be built on revelation and revelation don't come cheap it is written it's not really a word from god i know that's heavy That it is written Does not mean it's a word from God I say it again That it is written That's that's another teaching altogether The fact that it is written in the Bible Does not mean it's a word from God It doesn't mean so (laughs) It is those that know their God That receive a word It's those that know their God that receive a word. Praise the Lord. You don't claim to know God until you go through. Then we see how you are standing. Don't ever claim you know God Until we see how you stand when, when the heat is on When the challenges are on When difficulties, when there are pressure When you are misconstrued, abused and misused When you find out that you are not commended When everything is going upside down When your city is rejecting you When you, every effort you make is not producing results And we watch what you do at that time Think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Think of them. Because when we read about this, these people in the scriptures, it's so easy to, to just gloss over the whole thing. They were thrown into the fire and God delivered them. It didn't happen just that way. They knew God. That's why they could look at the king and say, O king, we are not able to answer you about this thing. We are not going to discuss. It's not a debatable. In fact, the discussion is over. The God that we serve will deliver us. Even if he chose not to deliver us, we will not bow to your idol. They knew God. They knew they can put their trust in God in the midst of fire, in the midst of adversity. And that God showed up. He showed up. We are seeing ministers and people who said they are Christian quitting. Caving in and, and, and giving up because of a little pressure that comes against them. Little pressure. Little challenge that comes. You cave in. You give up and compromise your faith. And people are asking. We, is this God really... A true God. Many people, it will shock you, some people are, some young people are questioning their Christianity today. They're questioning whether God really exists. One of the young, young people, young men, was telling me that, that one young boy he met, he said, hey, I have discovered, I've discovered that there is no God. The young man, I have discovered. They discovered it in school that there is no God. But I hear the word say the fool has said in his heart, huh they were committed unto death. They were committed." When you know God, you will go through. But you are still here. You will say, I'm still here. I've been through, but I'm still here. I went through hell and high water. But I'm still here. Because I know him. If he allowed it, then he has a very, very good purpose for allowing it. I'm not going to quit on him. Think of Daniel. I think it was... Was it bishop rubem who mentioned daniel in the den of life think of it he knew that everything had been set he knew that the, the decree has gone out and that very moment he opened the window it takes knowing god to open the window when you know they are going to throw you into the den of angry lion no one up until that time Had been thrown into the den of angry lion No one that being said if you ever Ask anything from anyone Within this time frame You are going to be thrown into den And Daniel immediately He opened the window opened the window Pray to God Give thanks to God Celebrated God And began to just worship what those that know their God? Today we are reading about Daniel. We are reading about his exploits. He knew God. That's one of the things going for the Old Testament saints. They they may not know all the theology. They don't know all the Greeks and Hebrew. But one thing is that they knew God. Think of Ruth. The Moabites. Father-in-law dead. Husband dead. Nothing to look forward to. Naomi said go back. Because there is nothing I can offer you. And the scripture tells us that she said, Look, where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. Your God, my God. Where you are buried, is where I'm going to bury. In other words, listen, my mind is made up. I'm following. It doesn't matter what Upper did. Upper and Naomi had the same, the same the same destiny, going toward the same place. And yet, Upper was following. But never knew God. Opa was following, but didn't know God. So when the chips were down, what did she do? She went back. (laughs) She went back. Denied the faith. And the beautiful thing is that when it seems as if everything is caving in, on you and you are stranded god often shows up that's that's what makes him god you see he shows up and shows you that listen that you this situation is not going to destroy you because you have put your trust in me you know the story of ruth what happened to her eventually god literally took her case personally he took her situation personally glory to God Stephen in the New Testament he asked he was being stoned to death what would make a man that was being stoned he preached the gospel and then they decided to stone him and as they were wanting, stoning him he was dying And he now turned around and he said to them, they should forgive all these tridosas. Forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. When everyone opened to him and he saw the Lord, he said to them, forgive these people. It takes somebody who knows God. you see we are not called to worship ministry god didn't call you to worship ministry we are so good in in trying to do certain things we are called to worship god can i hear an amen we are called to worship god it is in seeing him that will have understanding it is in seeing him we have understanding and then you will discover your true image he is your reality you see he is your reality that's why you are called to know him i have used this illustration several times when god created the heavens and the earth and all that are in them when he wanted to create man he picked the dust from the earth and then molded man the bible say he breathed on him and man became a living soul when man's eyes were open to his environment the first contact the first person he saw was god not what god created his first point of contact was god in other words god was saying to him if you understand where you are coming from if you understand that you are just like me you will rule over what I have created. You can't reign over the things of God until you understand that you are God here on earth. And you cannot understand that you are God when you don't have a relationship with Him. You are busy with every other thing, running from here to there. And at the end of the day, you jump on the pulpit and expect to generate power. It can never happen. Power does not come because you can speak English. It doesn't come because you can quote Greek and Hebrew. Listen, I mean that the fact that the fact that you are talking does not mean you are preaching. Yeah. It doesn't mean you are preaching. Any person can talk. The Bible says it pleases God that through the foolishness of preaching to save some, through the foolishness of preaching. So the fact that you are talking doesn't mean you are preaching. You are called to God, not to man. Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. Matthew chapter ten verse one. Quickly, when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, when he has called unto him the twelve disciples, when he has called unto him his twelve disciples, when he has called them unto him, that's the first thing. Comma. When he has called unto him the first disciple, he didn't give them power. He first of all called them unto him. But many times we jumped into he gave them power. Luke chapter 6 12 to 13. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Next verse. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. He called unto him his disciples. He called unto him, unto him his disciples. Mark chapter 3, 13 to 15. And when it was day, he called unto him. And he went up into a mountain and called unto him whom he would and they came unto him. They came unto him. They came unto him. They came unto him. him. Matthew chapter 11, 28. Listen, what what I'm sharing with you, you may have had it many times but let me tell you it's an all time classic that will never fail I'm telling you it's something it is something that can never fail there is not if you follow what I'm telling you 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 can never fail in any endeavor you can never come unto me all ye that labor and heavy laden and I will give you rest then what take my yoke upon you and learn of me that's where it starts Learn of me for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest. There'll be no struggle, no stress, no anxiety in what you are doing, wondering whether it will succeed or not. You will find rest to your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. It's easy, and my burden is light. But you have to come to me. And you know what that means Submit. when you go to him he will teach you submission he will teach you fellowship he will teach you authority that's what it means when you come to god because he will teach you how to get the work done because when you yoke when you yoke oxen together that means the 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 the, the oxen will be teaching the other one how to how to plow he will follow him, the other one, there is experienced one, anywhere he goes. They will be fellowshipping together. And so he said, My yoke is easy. Put on your put go, come with me. I will teach you how it will be done. Except a a man, the Lord build the house, those who build build in vain. Except the Lord keep the city. Watchman is waiting, but in vain. Praise the Lord. Acts of Apostle 6.14 I've been seeing verse 4. But we will give ourselves. That's what the Apostle said. When there was challenge in the early church. You know what the Apostle said? They appointed people who will take care of those challenges. And they said, for us, we'll give ourselves continually... It didn't have to stop halfway. We'll give ourselves continually to prayer and to ministry of the world. We'll give ourselves continually. We'll stay in the presence of God. We'll stay hot because a fly will not perch on the hot pot. We'll stay hot before God. Let me tell you, you have nothing to offer as far as ministry is concerned until you know him. (laughs) You have nothing to offer as far as ministry is concerned. Luke chapter 10, from verse 38. Luke chapter 10, from verse 38. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha. Received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary. Which also sat at Jesus' feet. And heard his word. Watch that. He had a sister. Both of them were sisters. And Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. She sat at the feet of Jesus. I want to know you. This is a lifetime opportunity. You know when you follow on to know. When you prioritize your life. And know that every everything may be needful, but not everything is important. Everything may be needful, may be good, but they are, not everything is important. She had a sister called Mary, which also sat. Jesus visited two of them. One sat at the feet of Jesus. Next verse. And mother was cumbered about much serving. And came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Be that therefore that she helped me. She got angry, bitter, anxious, murmuring, complaining. That's what happens when you don't know God. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, mother mother listen to me thou art careful and troubled about many things many things are worrying you many things are are tormenting your, your soul many things but one thing is needful one thing those many things are not bad in themselves But there is only one thing if you get that if you get that and settle that you see, and Mary had chosen that good part we shall not be taken away from her Mary had chosen that good part we shall not be taken away from her and you will see the same trend throughout the scriptures look at John chapter 4 John chapter 4 from verse 24. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him. In spirit and in truth. This was the conversation going on between Jesus and the woman of Siberia. Verse 25. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he's come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee, I am he. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, what seekest thou or why talkest thou with her? Next verse. The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the man, next verse, come and see a man. We told me all things that ever I did. It's not this. The Christ, then they went out of the city and came unto him now this woman encountered Jesus this woman was not a Jew but it was of all the people in the scriptures I think there were about two of them that Jesus revealed himself that he was the Christ she was one of them he revealed to her that he was the Christ because he followed on to know she received the revelation which others who have been in church, religious people, religious mind, did not have. And when she received that, she received strength to go into the city to begin to preach. Turn the whole city upside down. Why? Because those who know they are God shall be strong, and they shall do as That was a life wire of Jesus. That was his life wire. Matthew 14, 23. Even Jesus had to spend time with the Father. And straightway Jesus constrained the disciples to get into the city and to go before him onto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. To spend time with the father to refuel because when you spend time the bible said those that wait on their on God shall uh, shall be like mount zion they might talk with their wings like eagle they run and not be weary and walk and not faint those who wait on the lord yeah. those who wait on the lord they, are, they will be flying they will be flying Jesus went into the mountain to pray and when the evening was gone was a low receiving strength connecting to his father Mark chapter 1 33-35 notice that that he prayed all through he, he had just finished ministry and went to pray to connect back to his father Mark chapter 1 33 and all the city was gathered together at the door and he healed many that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him verse thirty-one. and in the morning in spite of busy schedule in spite of busy schedule in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place. And there, prayed alone. I know there's a place for general prayer. I know there's a place for family prayer. But you, as a person, do you spend time with God where you commune with Him, talk to Him, let Him talk to you, ask Him questions, inquire? make inquiry from him ask him concerning the assignment he gave to you what are the strategies what do i do i am confused lord what do i do i don't know how to handle this thing what do i do i have no might against these ones what do i do do you spend that time with him rising early, look at luke chapter 6 verse 12. And it came to pass that in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. He continued all night. You can see the flexibility. That's why I have a problem with people who are rigid in one way they, they do things. You can see him pray. a long time you guys you will see him again pray all night you see him again pray early in the morning it's not rigid but there must be there must be that constant relationship constant fellowship with him you must have that constant fellowship that constant relation is not something you are going to take for granted it's very vital very vital that relationship with him is very vital and key to your success if you let's see the book of john chapter 5 verse 17 john chapter 5 be jesus answered them my father walketh hitherto i walk my father walketh hitherto i walk verse 18 therefore the jews sought the more to kill him because he not only had broken the sabbath But he said also that god was his father making himself equal with god you see that he knew that he was like god and he was bold to declare it and the people were upset because of it but that did not deter him because he knew what he was talking about it was not just an assumption there was a relationship verse 19 Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The son can do, watch that, The son can do nothing of himself. Even though I am God, I can still do nothing of myself. Yes, I've been to school. Yes, I have expertise. Yes, I'm trained in this skill. I know, I know what to do. But, I can do nothing of myself but what I see what, what but what he seeeth the word seeth there is a present continuous tense it's not one shot at it it's a constant thing it's always wanting to find out what is the father doing what's the father doing I'm going to minister somewhere I'm going to do this father what have you already done because we are only doing what He has already perfected in eternity. What have you already done? The Son can do nothing of Himself, but what He sees, the Father do. For what thingssoever He doeth, this also doeth the Son, likewise. Verse twenty. For the Father loved the Son and showed Him. That means that you can't just stumble at it. If there is no pursuit to it. The fact that you read the Bible does not mean you saw it. Oh yes. The fact that you can read the Bible does not mean that you can see it. If there is no fellowship. If there is no constant, constant, deliberate, intentional. Fellowship with God show him all things that himself doeth and he will show him greater works than this that he may marvel those that know God will do exploits they will be strong and they will do exploits he will show him even things that will make people marvel He will, he will this young man will do ministry he will get involved in his business in such a way that the world will marvel Call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things which you know not of. Open my eyes that I may behold the wondrous things out of thy word. Praise the Lord. Look at verse vastity of that John 5.20. I can of my own self is telling you again. Do nothing. The one truth One home truth you must tell yourself is that you cannot do anything. Stop all this boasting. I have problem with ministers who tell you they did this, they did that, they did this, they did that. That's why God is doing this. It's not true. If you doubt me, everything they tell you to do, go and do them. Let's see you get the same result they are getting. God do them. The fast for forty days, dry. That is, if you will survive it. Now, fast forty days dry, and let me see you get that same result they got. Because what God is going to show you is peculiarly yours. Is peculiarly yours, at the place of fellowship. Many of us are good at copying everything. Copy this, you you because you went to a ministry. You you copy this. They tell you, oh, that, that the result is that is result, that is result. So you are copying everything you see. And the worst of it is that you are in a ministry, and God wants you to connect to the head. But you don't want to connect to the head. You are collecting from here, collecting from here, collecting from here, and yet you are in a particular ministry, and you are expecting to flow in the anointing of that ministry. It will never work because what you have, what you have built, is a monster. Is a monster. I cannot listen. I cannot overemphasize the importance of connecting to the head if you if you rightly connect to the head without disobedience and you are honest you are sincere i can assure you no matter how hard the place you are in it will succeed if there is sincerity if there's honesty it will succeed because it flows from the head downwards you will not struggle for it And, and what i am seeing that I mean I can tell you for free that I see it such even in this ministry we are people are truly connected they are doing ministry seamlessly without struggle they are doing ministry without any, any struggle but when you, when you think you know I'm telling you what brought this ministry to where it is today I'm telling you what brought it to where it is today. I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. I'm finding out what is he doing. What's your assignment? When you leave the place of your assignment and copying everything, you run into problems. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 30, verse 3 and 5, let me, let me begin to, uh, to wind down. Isaiah chapter 43, the voice of him cried in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and uh, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed And all flesh shall see it together For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Go to Matthew chapter 3 Matthew chapter 3 That very prophecy was referring to John the Baptist Now watch this In those days John the Baptist Preaching in the wilderness of Judea Next verse And saying repent ye The word repent is that to change your mind Change your line of thought. In you not know, was done. That's what it is. We only not repent from a negative standpoint. He said, Now get ready to do things differently. Repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's now here. For this is that this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah. I'm fulfilling the prophecy of Isaiah. Saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare you the way of the Lord, make his life straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's here And leaden gaddle about him. Loins and his meat. His meat was locusts and wild honey. Then went out. He was in the wilderness of Judea. According to the prophecy of Isaiah. He was there doing what he was called to do. The assignment that God gave him. Then went out to him, Jerusalem all and all judea and all the region round about they went to the desert looking for a man preaching in the desert it was not a city they all went out to to see him praise the lord but when you go to matthew i think matthew 11 go to matthew 11 from verse 1 and it came to pass when Jesus had made the end of commanding the 12 he departed then to teach and to preach in their cities now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ he sent two of his disciples and he said unto them thou he that should come or do we look for another Jesus answered and said unto them go and show john again those things which you do here and see the blind receive their sight the lame walk the lepers are cleansed and the deaf here the dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me question john was if you read further i think in chapter 14 or what john was beheaded because he was rebuking Philip, who took uh, I mean, it was rebuking the king, who took Phyllis, the brother's wife, and he was beheaded. and heaven was watching. What happened? Well, I will tell you what I believe that happened. John was not sent to the city. John was sent to preach in the wilderness. The prophecy was clear. Wilderness of Judea. And possibly hung around some friends, some brothers and sisters in ministry, hung around them, and they began to to confuse him. Bishop Reuben. You did very well by always sharing with the people from the West in those days. But because the story has changed now, it, did, it, did, it, did, it was not like that. When you you shared with us how you, also, you always prepared them before they come to headquarters. Because obviously the city life is better than village life. It's better than town life even though in cities you can see some people not doing not succeeding in cities but generally it's always believed that you say city is better but you prepare them and say look gentlemen you will see range rover you will see jeep you will see highlander you will see suits and shoes but don't be distracted John probably saw those things John probably hung around people who said look at you it was John who pointed behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world and shook the entire world and made prepared Jesus for ministry can you imagine you prepared him for ministry he has never given you a pulpit to preach he prepared you he said he said he loves you look at where he posted you that's john look at where he posted he said he loves you if he loves you look at look at the, the people that the people who came after you are enjoying mother what, can't you can't you also be posted to London can't you speak English That was what happened he left the wilderness of judea where people were running from city people were coming from the city to him he left it and then what happened he was arrested up until that time philip had no power that the king herod had no power to arrest him he was preaching, rebuking them. All generation of vipers. No one was able to stop him. But now they arrested John. And a little girl requested for his head. And they caught it. And God was watching. Stay in your lane. That's all I can tell you. Stay in your lane. Amen. Stay in your lane. Stay there. Focus on him. We look unto him; our faces were enlightened. I'm telling you what has kept me sane. People always say, "Brother Mike, brother Mike, a man of integrity." Did I tell you that I don't face temptations? Did I tell you I don't face temptation? Did I tell you I don't see fine ladies? But Am, am I blind? Am I blind? I'm not blind. Ah, to be honest with you, did I, did I tell you that? So I don't see good things. I don't see people who I, I, I was in ministry for them riding Rolls Royce. I don't see them. I don't know what's your, your your priority if you are not focused that's why i choose people i listen to carefully i don't i'm not going to listen to you to destroy a life over 50 years of following god you destroy it just like that and when you you destroy it then what will i do you better make up your mind make up your mind the call of God is very fragile. Very fragile. Don't joke with it. Can I hear an amen? Pray in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Pray in the Holy Ghost. Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. We worship you. Father, we worship you iko toro bo gada yengole bo koriya laba sikri labashata kataria mama mama mando yemo shakori khathariya mama mama mando yeko toro bo koriya labasha mande oli bashugi we worship you We worship you. We worship you. Father, we give you the praise. Father, we give you the honor. In Jesus' name. Your head will not carry disgrace. Your head will not carry shame. Your head will not carry embarrassment. Whatever the adversary has packaged to stop you from attaining the height that God has already predetermined ever before you were born, I command it to be destroyed. Your destiny will not be aborted. You are called for greatness. Greatness you will attain. I say greatness you will attain you will not be stranded you will not be stranded just like those who followed the Lord fully were celebrated we are talking about Daniel we are talking about we are talking about Ruth listen, what they have experienced is not compared with what will come to you you will be celebrated you will be celebrated you will not leave this world unsung They will sing about you. They will talk about you. They will talk about you. The world will talk about you. They will hear from you. Father, we give you the praise. Father, we give you the honor. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together. Listening to another message, God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.